podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite Wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Ooh, Bosco's boys. Come on, boys. Guys. Get out and spend your hard-earned money at mybookie.ag. Um, it's the best spot to do it. I mean, come on. And maybe start listening to my picks because I picked the Cats to lose, but I also picked the cover, and we did both. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a great pick. And, you know, it's fantasy season. You can bet overs and unders on fantasy football stats. You can do in lo- in-game betting. So, you know, once the Chiefs start blowing teams up, you can pick them to only win by, you know, a touchdown, but still win. Win's a win. More than we can say for the Cats. More than we can say for the Cats, guys. Join my bookie. You know our promo code. It's Capital Boys Twenty Five. Uh, my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand dollars plus twenty five bucks if you use that promo code. That's Capital B O Y S Twenty Five. That's legitimately the best deal in the business, folks. I listen to roughly a hundred podcasts a week, and almost every single one of them is sponsored by some sort of online book. But no one is doing this type of deal that my bookie's doing. So get out there, uh, you know, boys twenty five. Get your money, pick some winners. You win, they pay. It's the best. Um, Grant, no uh, beer of the pod today. It's early morning podcast. Uh, some some coffee and Bailey's. Coffee for- and Bailey's. A uh, little hair of the dog for me. It's coming a theme. I think I might have a problem, but I've got this nice. Uh, I got that ne- uh, next day. <laughs> voice that dark that deep voice so i don't sound like a yeah. z's right now yeah you, you you actually do sound like you know a bona fide uh a bona fide. Uh, man this week uh <laughs> but before we jump into it um things are about to get negative folks but something that isn't negative <laughs> i talked about it last week i'm going to talk about it until the event on october 20th fatty fest this is a benefit for hale's first floor expansion it's in honor of schwan fatty alkatib he was one of the best case staters he was honestly not just on go email and k-state message boards but message boards all across the big 12 everyone knows him everyone knows his youtube page go watch some of his old youtube videos uh, the birth of K-State football. It's the single greatest K-State YouTube video around. Uh, remember three events. There is a silent auction. There is a trivia SmackDown event at Annie Mays. And there is a scavenger hunt. Go to fattyfun.org or goema.com or just get on Twitter. Holler at either Grant or I on Twitter. We can get you in the right place. And remember, if you are a college kid and if you want a team in the trivia competition, reach out to me. And if you have a team of five college kids, I will pay your entry. Just let me know. Um, We're going to keep rolling through. Um, Yeah, and it's about to – it's about to – it's about to get a little more negative. (laughs) It might. Yeah, I – we're not going to go through it like we usually do yeah, with the post game pods where we kind of break down highlights. We can talk about some nice things that Skyler did, but yeah, I mean, before we before we have to get to it, I, you know, I, I started doing this on Twitter yesterday, and I thought maybe I'd wake up and feel a little bit different, but but I can't. Um, Bill Snyder knowingly did not put this team in its best position, and I. Quite frankly, I can't take it anymore. Um, Bill decided to go with Alex Dalton. He has this weird I, – I, I don't even know what to call it anymore. I, it's a vendetta. It's a hatred. I don't know what he feels towards Skylar Thompson. But he, he decided to play Alex Dalton. We, we picked up no points, 80-some yards, and did, did like absolutely – 39 at half. 39 yards at half. It, well, no, because – Or something. It was 39 yards until that last drive where we okay. couldn't punch it in. So it was like 70 yards. It was something just stupid. And, and genuinely, like, we, we didn't did we didn't have a last drive because of, like, good play. I mean, that was we were bailed out, like, every other play by Texas. They just drove us down by penalties, basically. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the best thing that Alex Elton had going for him is Texas kept, you know – 
penalizing themselves. And let me phrase all of this by saying this is not an Alex. Alex Elton, by all accounts, is a great kid. He did everything that the coaches asked him to. So this is not indicative of my feelings towards Alex Dalton, but Bill Snyder. Bill Snyder no longer is what's best for K-State football, and he's proved it. He continues to make these mistakes, and we might dive deeper into his comments post-game, uh, or we can do it here. I don't really care. But he continues to put this team at a disadvantage. He continues to not allow this team to get into a rhythm. He continues to play players that are not nearly as talented as folks he's keeping on the bench. And quite frankly, this is it's getting embarrassing. Everyone nationwide folks are making fun of K State and they're looking at Bill Snyder and they're saying, What is he doing? He's completely lost it. Sam Mellinger, who sat back and wrote an article last week and told or last year and told K State fans to just sit down and shut up because they they, they don't want to know what happens next. There's a ton of fans that say, Oh no, be careful what you wish for. Folks I know how much everyone hates Ron Prince, and we're finding out by talking with Reggie and some other folks that he was a shitty person, but he bottomed out at five and seven. Get that through everyone's mind. This guy who everyone calls the worst coach and everyone hates him, his worst season at K-State was five and seven. This isn't 1989 anymore. Stop thinking that without Bill Snyder, we're going back to winless seasons. I just don't understand that my, that, that mentality of like – well, what the what are we? What else are we supposed to do? Just fear forever? Are we supposed to be handcuffed by this Bill narrative literally forever? I mean, he's eighty years old. He's gonna leave someday. How how do we expect this to go? He's gonna leave. So like, he's at this point, he's more of a detriment to K State than if he's he's one hundred percent a detriment. I mean, here's a here here's some of the crazy stuff. Let's peek behind the curtain. He doesn't even allow the assistant coaches to eat dinner with recruits on their official recruiting visit the Friday night before games. (laughs) We are the only school in the country, in the country, that handles recruiting like we do. And it's becoming evident. It's, uh, it it just truly breaks my heart that there are so many passionate people about k-state football inside that staff there's so many people who are passionate about kansas state the university and the well-being of it and yet so many people just defer to bill snyder and say oh but because he was able to turn it around the first time and oh because he always finds a way to go to a bowl game that he should be able to hold this program hostage for another three or four years it's just it's just mind-boggling i mean there were people who were tweeting at me yesterday and granted they they deleted their tweets i think hopefully because they realized how stupid it was but (laughs) saying that they're tired of the disrespect for bill because everything at k-state it was it's it is because of bill snyder folks it is kansas state university not bill snyder university the sooner folks can get that through their mind the better off we're going to be it's just uh, it it's just maddening. I just hate the mentality of like, do you remember Ron Prince? Or you like, do you remember what happened before Bill? Because like, okay, yes, it is not 1989 anymore. We had the turnaround. The turnaround is complete. Now we have a foundation that we can build upon. But it's also just like, you know, are we supposed to just allow Bill to hold the program hostage just because he built it up? I mean, you but know. still, even the remember Ron Prince era. Like people say that. Remember Ron Prince. There are fucking programs that would kill K. You would kill to have three seasons: a five and seven, five and seven, seven and five. And this is what K State fans are sitting back and saying, "Oh, do you remember Ron Prince? Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, he was a sociopath. Yeah, he was a bad person." But fact of the matter is, we saw another guy who was not a good football coach come in, recruit to Manhattan, and have. Almost a 500 career over three years, and this is that's supposed to be the boogeyman to K State fans. It's stupid, and we're not gonna. I mean, 
We're not going to hire a Ron Prince again. Like, we no, have I have far better options than Ron Prince we, today. We have better options than Ron Prince. We have better facilities than when Ron Prince came in. Gene Taylor's wanting to do a whole nother round of football facility expansions. He wants the Southside Club. He wants the new indoor and outdoor practice facility. He wants to keep the momentum going. There are donors who are ready to keep the momentum going. I have faith in Gene Taylor that he's going to hire someone better than Ron Prince. And guess what? You hire someone better than Ron Prince. Let, let me repeat those records again. You know, seven and five, five and seven, five and seven. Again, not good, not up to our standards. But if Ron Prince can do that, K State, what do you what do you think a guy like Seth Luttrell could do at K State? What do you what about Brent Venables? Let's dream big. Even Chris Kleinman or some someone from North Dakota State. No, do I want those guys? No. Will I melt down if we get those guys? Yeah, but they're, they're better than Ron Prince. And they're at least at a minimum, at a minimum, going to let our coaches do their job and recruit. We yeah. would see like a, like some semblance of a well-run program at least. At the very least, we would see like we wouldn't have all this, all of these rifts and all of these, uh, you know, the cracking of the foundation. Because Bill, I mean, it's just, it's an absolute mess, like, Bill is not running a program well right now. He doesn't know what's best for K-State. He's just being narcissistic, He, and it's reflected massively in the quarterback situation. Well, let's just jump into his comments that he made in postgame. Um, and I saw some folks rightfully say that the postgame quotes made them even more More mad. angry than the game did, and, and it's like, yes, absolutely. I, I agree. I'm, I'm riding home with my dad. We're in his car. And we're listening to the post-game press conference. I literally wanted to bounce my head off of his <laughs> dash when Bill – I mean, the, the first thing that he says, that he's not sure that the starting quarterback has an impact on the outcome of the game. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Like, how, can a, how can a Power 5 university head coach – Say that he's not sure the starting quarterback has an outcome of the game has an impact on the outcome of the game. I don't know. I'd be fine. Okay, I'd be somewhat okay with this press with this press conference and how it went if last week didn't happen. Like how he's basically so he basically went out of his way to praise Delton last week, and like I don't want him to come out yesterday and you know say things like. Yeah, I should have started Skyler. I don't think that a coach should probably say that about a college kid. Um, but the fact that he did that last week, he literally did that last week, and now he won't do it about Skyler. Well, that's and, what's so confusing. Well, and the other thing that's confusing is they said, talk about how Alex Dalton played. And then he went on to say, oh, he had two really good drives. Well, first off, I'm not really sure what to – I mean, his two best drives were a 20-yard drive that didn't result in getting past midfield and then – the one to end the half, which was aided by penalties, and then ultimately we couldn't get points out of. And then when asked about, well, talk yeah. to us about Skylar Thompson. He he did fine. He did fine. Pause. Yeah, fine. Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? And then when asked to talk about that that great touchdown run, you know, it's third and goal from what the twelve. Well, tell t- tell us what Skylar did. Well, he did what we taught him to. Are you kidding me? I know it's. It's also shout out to Skyler for scoring on a, a rush, a running touchdown. That's amazing. Well, and and he just took off. And here, here's the other thing. And this stays on the Bill Snyder stuff. I his decision making has gone mad. At the end of the half, it is nineteen to nothing. You kick a, a field goal there, then all of a sudden it's a yes, it's a two possession game if you hit uh, two point conversions. But at the same time. Even if you don't want to do two-point conversions, that allows you to kick a field goal again later in the game versus having to chase touchdowns the entire time. Take the points there. And people want to say, oh, well, what about last week? You said last week you were okay with him going for it. Yeah, I was okay with him going for it on fourth and goal or fourth down and six inches in the middle of the field when nothing was happening. You kick a field goal there, you're only down two possessions. You get the ball to start the half. You you go down, score a touchdown to start the half, then you're only down nine. I don't know what he was thinking there. And then that just makes me even more mad that you see another drop touchdown. It just What is with these drops? I mean I don't know. And also, you know, he underthrew him a little bit, which is another thing when you just watch Alex and Skyler play, who dropped that pass? 
It was Adam Harder, I believe, number 80. 80. So do you think, coming back from the second half, not even if, like, let's say we score. No, let's say we don't score. Do you think that if, you think if Delton's not, like, limping around that he starts the second half? Yeah, and uh, if we don't score? Even if we don't score. No, no, no. I legitimately think that we went in. 19 nothing. I think Skyler was going to start regardless. At the same time, if we score that touchdown, or maybe even if we hit that field goal, I do think we see Alex Dalton. I think the limping around is being a bit exaggerated. I feel like he... I don't know. I don't know. I just... From what I saw yesterday, I have absolutely no hope that he really would have put in Skyler unless he absolutely had to. Yeah, I, I'm not sure, and I just I just hope that if if Bill is telling the truth, and if he really says the quarterback competition, the quarterback situation has not changed, and both will play versus Baylor, I really hope we can get to a point where we can even run those swing passes and be able to complete them. Because I I just for Alex Elton's sake, man, I do not want him to have to endure you know, the stuff that will be said if he continues to go out there and he can't complete the, you know, the screen pass out to the wide receivers or the five-yard out. It, it's, I just don't I know. I know. The world's going to start coming down on, on Alex Delton, and it's not his fault. I no, mean, it's not. I don't – I mean, I don't disagree that he should be able to be hitting these these passes, but I don't know, man. I, I just I – don't, I don't think the coach – I don't think Bill is putting Alex – in the best situation to succeed, and he's definitely what not is doing the it cat like? It's there's something truly bizarre with the with the Skyler situation. What do you do? You think there there's something that happened? Is there some sort of catalyst for this obvious like bias against Skyler? Because because Bill is legitimately going like out of his way to not even like compliment him. Yeah, I I don't know. I I have no idea what must have happened. Um. It can't. Something must have happened because everything Skyler has done in the media, everything he's done on the field has been correct. So I, I truly don't know. Um, I know he. I mean, he just seems like a great uh, mold of a player that would be in Bill Snyder's system, and it, not his system, but like he seems like a great type of guy that Bill would love to have play for him. And it's just like so bizarre that. I mean, he just he he literally just won't. Skyler deserved all the praise in the world yesterday. I mean, he's he, handled this situation brilliantly. And he wouldn't give him any praise at all. And he wouldn't even just, just be like, yeah, he played great. Uh, it kills it, That's it all you have to do. Me. It literally kills me to sit there and listen to what Bill says week in, week out about this guy who's giving his all for the program and is just treated like I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. It's time for Bill to go. We're way past that time. Bill needs to leave the program. He's hurting us at this point. If you can't see that, I don't know what you're watching. I mean, just look at how he's managing this quarterback situation. Look at how he's managing these kids. I mean, it just makes absolutely no sense. And this is what I'm going to say, and I, I st- I'm stealing this from Derek Young over at K-State Online. He said this in their postgame pod. If Bill is going to stay around, he cannot be doing the press conferences anymore. Trot out Sean if you have to. Trot out one of the coordinators. He he can't be doing this because I'm not in that locker room, and I don't know anyone currently in that locker room who's willing to tell me. But I can't imagine that Bill constantly going up to the podium saying what he is is not. I, it has to be hurting them. It's definitely not hurting, but it's probably helping. It's not helping, but it's probably hurting what's going on inside that locker room. Absolutely. I mean. Especially, like, I can't imagine what Skyler's feeling right now. And watching him, like, before he came in yesterday, you know, I sit right behind the players, and, God, he looked absolutely pissed. Like, watching, I mean, he's he's a model professional, man. But and he's he was in Delton's ear, like, a lot, you know. Well, and he was always praising clapping. Praising Delton, clapping, the, trying to get the, the guys. offense was going out there, he was patting him on the back, he was getting excited for him. But when he went out there, you could just see – he the was entire electric. Off- the entire too. offense went to the next level. The offensive Dalton Reisner just started just getting on top of guys, and he was pumping up the crowd, and he was swagging all over there. Alex Barnes started running people over. That's another thing. Alex Barnes is averaging four point five yards a carry when Skyler's out there, two point seven when Alex is out there. 
You can't tell, you cannot sit here. No one can sit there and honestly tell you that the running game is better without Skyler out there. It just, <laughs> we don't even have to, I mean, yeah, we're beating a dead horse. Like, yeah, it, Skyler is the guy, everything goes through him, everything works better with him. The team wants Skyler, the coaches want Skyler, everyone wants Skyler. The stadium, I mean, I mean, if you weren't at the game yesterday, I was amazed at, like, the general uh, mood of the people around me. And I sit in Section 4 with a bunch of old folks I who was are eight. loyalists. Yep. And it's coming down, man. Like, everyone is – everyone can see it. Like, everyone was Skyler. People were so frustrated from the, the first snap uh, when, when Delton comes out. And it's not Delton's fault, but everyone is like, this has to change, like – this ain't it. This ain't it. You either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. Let's move on. Unreal. Let, let's how we, Batman nailed that. Yes. Um. Let's. You know. We we've talked enough about quarterbacks. Let's just chat about the other position groups. Let's go through them real quick. Offensive line. They had their best game of the season. Um. Were they perfect? No. Were they? You know, better than they've been most of the season, yes, especially in the second quarter. They started finally getting some push, started finally really, you know, being mean out there, you know? They had a mean streak, finally. I don't know if it was Skyler coming in that gave them that extra juice, but um, they looked like they had something to play for. They were getting great push. Uh, Skyler had tons of time in the pocket for the most part. We were They were picking up blitzes. Um, Definitely night and day difference than what we've seen throughout the season. <sighs> it was nice to see. Um, I had some really gutsy drives that I really enjoyed. Um, yeah, we had some major third down pickups. I mean, third down, third down, third down. Every time. I mean, man, it just, felt good. Like I was. I know this is gonna be sad to say, but that was like that drive. Those drives, watching Skyler march down the field and like pick up these these huge plays. It was like the f- one of the first times in a long time that I've been in the stadium, and I was like, actually, literally had feeling about the game. Like I was nervous, like I had butterflies. Yeah. I was like, I was super engaged, and that is a major problem. That I, I mean, I go to every game, but that's the first time in a long time that I was like, actually into the game and felt like this matters. Well, and also. I think back to that drive, and I know we've kind of gone off script. It is what it is. We are. This is just going to be a long rant, basically. Showen um, <laughs> drops another for sure touchdown, but credit where credits due, he ended up coming up big on multiple times the rest of that drive, and he he was. I mean, he was the main target in that second half. They the, Texas did a really good job staying on top of Zuber and really didn't allow him to get open. Uh, but Showen did come back, and he was able to make some big catches. But that entire drive. You know, it was it was a long that drive. Basically, drive. went through him. I mean, yeah, it, that was a great play, by the way. Um, I'd like I need to watch that again. But Zuber and Schoen were like stacked. The routes were so perfect. Like, it, well, it, yeah, and then the pump everyone bit because, in all honesty, oh my god, what a perfect he, pass! He too. could and well, he could have gone to Zuber as well. Um, but I think he he went to the outside receiver, which is what you're supposed to do in that situation. It was a perfect ball, and again, you know, yes, Schoen did almost redeem himself throughout rest of that drive. But man, that was a bad drop. Ever ever since that Vanderbilt game, I don't know what happened because it's everyone. I know it's everyone. Um, Except for Zuber, he doesn't really drop the ball there very often. And also, Zuber was looking swaggy. I don't, purple long sleeves. I don't know if I've ever seen a player rock purple long sleeves at home i don't think i have either i you almost always see white sleeves on the home or at home and you see purple sleeves occasionally on the road but you know it AJ, is what it is aj parker was very very swaggy yesterday yes too. he was yes he was um let's let's just touch on running backs real quick again barnes had probably his best game um warmack just did not get enough space but again i think we're using him wrong uh, I think we were, are too. We're not trying to run them up the middle when you need to be getting them swing passes, maybe a quick pitch, something to get them in space and be able to maneuver a little bit. Yeah, it's really confusing because, uh, like, I wonder if he's regretting coming back because what did they say? I want to know what they said to him to get him to come back to convince him to stay 
I don't know, but they're using. But they're him not up. doing anything he, that I thought they would. Everything Isaiah Harris is doing, I I personally believe Dalvin Warmack should be doing. I think he should be lined up in the slot. I think he should be coming in motion. I think that uh, I I think that's how we should be using him. But certainly not running him up the middle. And if we're going to run him, then give him a lead blocker and make it a sweep to the outside. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Right, a minimum off tackle doing. instead of right up the guard. It, Let's That's, talk about uh, the defense, who yeah, I think deserves move. a ton of praise. They were pretty stout. It seemed like they were kind of moving the ball at will, but you know, looking at the actual game, they only gave up ten points. They stopped them at times that they really needed to. Well, I mean, up until the f- that final drive Texas had of the game, they did get stops. In fact, the matter is, you know, it's tough to ask a defense to play perfectly in a second half and they almost did it you know they came one stop short of giving us another try it's tough to put a team it's tough credit to the entire squad in the second half I mean we Bill put us in a terrible position starting the game the way that we did we are in a hole a 19 point hole at halftime Skyler comes in he does his absolute best the defense does their absolute best and you know credit to them for I mean, I guess I'll take it as a slight moral victory. I'm a no moral victory kind of guy, but they do deserve some some praise. Um, well, I, I'm not calling it a moral victory, but what I'm saying, what I would say to the defense is they can take a lot of stuff away from yeah, that game where they can have pride. You said it; they only gave up ten points, and you know there were a couple times where Texas is moving the ball that they you know put up a backbone, got some tackles for losses, and moved them out of field goal range. I mean, they came up, they came up big and. Uh, the only thing that they didn't do was, you know, cause a turnover. And Reggie Walker came. Reggie Walker the second uh, came around the corner, <laughs> and he got a strip sack. And baby I mean, Reggie, yeah, baby Reg uh, tried to get tried to get a takeaway, but I, I mean that that's all they that's all they didn't do. Duke Shelley, I mean, he's playing guys that are almost like a foot taller than him on the outside. <laughs> but I I think of maybe one play that they went to his side and they picked up yardage. I mean. He he played well. Eli Walker was coming down and laying some wood. Um, you know, Hughes, I think, is our best linebacker uh, because, fact of the matter, I was super high on Patton early in the season. but He, he struggled he, he's yesterday. Struggling. Uh, and, we're missing a lot of tackles. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, we're missing a lot of tackles. Um, and, I, and I think, I you know, I really do think we miss Gould. Sullivan did not there. play at all, did he? No, Sullivan did not play, which that hurts because it's concerning. I, he's a madman out there. He's and our best linebacker by a mile, and you can see a major drop-off when he's not in the game. Yeah, and I hope I hope Sideslove is okay because he did go out with an injury. Um, but I think Sullivan showed why he should be out on the field. Or not so. Uh, has Hughes, Green, excuse me. Has Green gotten Hughes. any time this year? Green hasn't suited up yet. Okay. I don't think we're going to see him, but I'm not worried this year. that not this year. I think we're in the so future. thin at linebacker. I'm worried that if we have one more injury, we might have to put, we might have to suit him up. Uh, I hope not. Yeah, I hope but, not too. I but I'm hoping Hughes. I'm hoping moving forward, it's Patton Hughes and then Sullivan when he gets when he gets healthy. Um, and then secondary, I mean, we had all sorts of guys out there. I mean, we're starting to it's it's starting to look like a ICU unit for the uh, <laughs> defensive backs. But I think Durham stepped up and played well. I thought AJ Parker played well. I think I already said Duke Shelley, Kendall Adams made a couple really bad angles. Um, he is looking extraordinarily slow. Yeah, um, I. I got caught up. I again, this is my fault. I took what Bill said at face value when he said that he's playing better than he's ever seen him because that's obviously not. Did he get true. banged up again this year though? Like, because I feel like he might have. Yeah, I, I, I think he's, I, he's nowhere near hundred. He's got to be playing hurt. I mean, he just, yeah, he's taking absolutely terrible angles, but he looks like he's literally like in water sometimes when he's out there in the open field. It's he can't be at a hundred percent because. I really rate Kendall Adams. He's he's a very solid safety, and he can't be healthy, so which is bad, which no. is bad news for the Cats. Yep, and especially going up against <laughs> Baylor next week. You know, I they're gonna spread us out. I'm I'm they, pretty. I don't have a good feeling about Baylor. No, but we'll talk about that a little bit later in the week. Um, do you have anything else about defense before we move on to special teams? Nope. Special teams. First off, uh, thoughts and prayers going out to Blake Lynch, um, the third leg man himself. Uh, 
The legend. The, the offensive MVP. We don't we don't know what's wrong with him. Um hopefully it's nothing long term. Um but that pains my heart to see. Such a great story. Um I hope whatever's ailing him, he can get rid of it and back on the field soon. Um but let's let's just talk about it. Um one of the hallmarks of you know, again, this is this is the Snyder era collapsing, in my opinion, because one of the hallmarks of the Snyder era is we will never get beat on special teams. Um, but we we give up that punt return, which you know we it was a great punt, but just did not have the coverage. And then our return unit ah, that was a great punt. Yeah, it, it was a great punt. Um, it is what it is. Um, just didn't cover. But I'm very concerned. Um, our return units are garbage. Um, I, for as great as Duke Shelley has been literally since the first game, uh, the first game was bad, but he's turned it around. He is a horrible returner. He, we, I mean, we need just, to get him off just think the about, return team. Just think about, you know, versus West Virginia, he had that one where he ran, caught the kick and ran out of bounds like the four. There are times where he needs to just be calling fair catch or letting go in the end zone. I mean, we're starting. I, after kickoffs, we're starting, starting inside, inside the twenty. Yeah, we're starting inside the fifteen a couple times. It, it's it, it's it's really 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 concerning. And I again, you know, we we were so high on the special teams after week one, uh, but I'm I'm to the point where it's like I don't know what's going on. I I, I don't I don't know because it's it's getting really bad really bad on our own kick returns. Let's just segue into grading the keys to V because the number one is special oh, yeah. team success. Oh, yeah. um, but we can continue to expand on our special teams. I mean, I'm giving it an F. Yeah, F F <laughs> F minus. We it lost us. It I mean it lost us the game. We gave up a special teams touchdown. Uh, we didn't get anything. In return from our special well, teams, the, the one thing I'll say is AJ Parker got a, yeah. a hand on that one block punt, which I which did set us up. Um, well, we didn't actually end up getting points on that, did we? I don't think so, but um, but I mean, but still, not that's still not. If you're giving up a touchdown, the only way I'm not giving you an F is if you score your own. And yeah, um, yeah, I, I think it's really puzzling. I I don't have anything against Duke Shelley, but he shouldn't be. I think there's plenty of evidence this year so far that he should not be on return team. I, I think Zuber should be the deep guy, and I think yeah, I War, Warmack should be the up guy. I don't understand why, like, like okay, you're gonna, if you're going to put Duke back there to return punts, then let him be. Don't put him as the deep guy. He's not a, as big of a return threat as Zuber is, which is it's just very confusing. But he's just he doesn't have the special team. He doesn't have like the return man judgment. One, and he's like a fumble machine. He has nearly fumbled almost every return he's had, or fumbled, and so very luckily return. He's recovered. Like I don't two think of his them. vision's there either. He doesn't have the vision as a return man. That's absolutely true, and it's evident in in what he's done. But I mean, I w I would yeah. Let's put put Harris back there, or put Warm Warmack back there, because Duke, he's not the guy. I return it. I agree with you. Not the guy. And so. don't put our best corner back there when we're so thin. Like if, so, if he that gets cracked true. on a what? on a hit and, he, and he's out, then I mean, I don't don't risk him back there. And I, that's another problem. Like you know, that's just K State. That's just K State problems because we don't have that depth. And it's just it's so telling that literally like we are so worried about putting uh, one of our players at the, in the returns because if something happens to him, like. It would be catastrophic. I'm not necessarily as worried about that as you are because I do understand the value of special teams, but he's not producing at the level that you can say, yeah, yeah throw him back there. I mean, because there were some some folks who said that about DJ Reed last year, but the fact of the matter is DJ Reed, every time he DJ touched was the electric. ball, he could have taken it to the house. Uh, Duke doesn't quite have that. That's not to take away what he's been able to do uh, ever since the opener. Uh, on defense because I think he has turned into our best secondary player. But and you know what that kind of just we said this before the season started and I think it proves us actually kind of proves us wrong. I thought that it didn't matter who we plugged in back there because I thought our system it was a system thing that we are whoever we put back there is going to be so successful. But maybe you know well, some I, guys just don't have the but, return. But here's them. the thing: I, while I I think the DJ or not DJ I, while Duke has made some mistakes. I, I think the blocking has been very poor. It has been poor. Especially especially on kickoff returns. I'm seeing guys get getting blown up. 
We just, just don't have the dudes. We really yeah, don't. It, All right, let's move on to yeah. Uh, I, I said playing on Texas's uh, side of the line of scrimmage. I'm going to give it a uh, B minus. Yeah, eh, no, I'll give them a straight B. We had six tackles for losses. We had two sacks. Uh, Most oh, of the season by far. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we had nine coming into the season. We got six today. Um, so, I, uh, nah. <laughs> give them a B plus. No, no, no. Because no. <laughs> I'm going back and forth between a B and a B minus. Because the fact of the matter is six is okay. Um, but I'm trying not to grade on a K-State curve. Like, you know, I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to say I- I'm giving them a B minus. Six is good. Vast improvement. Um but it still it still needs you still need to continue to get better. You need to build on this performance. You need to take the next step versus Baylor. I'll give him a solid B. Um, next key to V score early F F minus nothing to be said. <laughs> Got no blanked po- at half nineteen no to zero. No yeah. points. Um, needed us to score early to punch him in the mouth. Did not happen. Did the exact opposite of that. Yep. The next one was develop a second receiving threat. Um, I'm gonna give it a B. Um, I would I'd be giving this an A if Schoen wouldn't have had that drop, um, but I'll give it a B. He had a good game, and if we can parlay that into success uh, for rest of the season and allow him to be that second guy to help Zuber out, um, then that's going to be big in our quest for bowl eligibility. So I'm gonna give that a B. I thought we did a decent job distributing the ball um, uh, to our receivers when we came in, but it seems like no. actually everything kind of went through Schoen. Well, we only yeah only three guys caught passes. It, you know, I know, like Zuber, Schoen, and Isaiah Harris had one. Gosh, we tried. So. We, we targeted Reuter a lot, but that didn't work out very well. Yeah, well, and I, it, it is what what it is. But I do think I mean because that's the most receptions someone not named. Uh, Zuber has gotten this season, so I. That's why I'm giving it a B. W- what was your grade on that? Uh, B. <laughs> All, All right, let's let's talk about Reggie's. Reggie's play with physicality, hit Texas in the mouth. I'm I'm saying C. E- Eli Walker's the only guy who I really think came with that. Um, except well, and Reisner actually Reisner in the second half. AJ Parker. Yeah, was very fired up. I'll give him a B. I, um, yeah. I think that that was like Meh. probably the most physical that we've played this season. But again, that is, is that grading not, on the I'm K tra- State curve? It is grading on a K State curve. But yeah, okay, I'll, I'll downgrade it to a B minus actually. But I don't know, man. I thought we looked okay. We looked physical at least in the second half. We had something to believe in. I wonder what that was. What was that spark that it we was had Skyler. in the second half? Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna say it was. Yeah, Skyler. It was Skyler. I'm um, number six. I mean, it was a long rant, but it really came down to playing with an identity. I'm giving it an F, F. and this is the reason why, because <laughs> we were forced into it by going to Skyler in the second half, and until the the coaches prove to me that they're going to ride with that identity, I'm going to keep that as an F, um, and I I hate it. I It's an F. It's a major F. Our identity should be Skyler Thompson is our quarterback one, and everything should go through him. When we put him in the second half, things started to click. We saw somewhat of an identity, but clearly we're not going to do that consistently. So, I don't know. F. We have no identity. We we don't have an identity, and that's really sad to be saying after game five. Um, All right, we're going to jump into the Ask Bosco questions. There were some questions that came in after the uh, cutout date. Um, for some of those, we might try to fit it into the Baylor preview. Uh, but again, thank we you. We got a lot of questions, so we, we can did. we can probably fit a lot of them into the Baylor or fit some of them. We got a lot of questions this time, though. But first one's coming from at Litrelli K. This loss has to be on the coach, right? Not only making the wrong choice at quarterback to start the game, but to keep him in the whole first half, not making the change until it was too late. I mean, yeah, I think you nailed it there, buddy. Yes, yeah. it's one hundred percent on the coach. Uh, the first 15 minutes of the show dictates our thoughts on that. It, this is 100% on Bill Snyder, and until we have a new head coach, I'm afraid that this is going to happen again again, and again and again. Um, from our friend at K-State KC, and this actually came in during the first half of the game, so props to him. Remember, always use the hashtag AskBosco even before we ask for the questions, and we will get you in. He asked, what does Bill Snyder see in Alex Delton? The rest of Emaw Nation doesn't. Alex had a couple nice runs on the first drive and quickly turned back into a pumpkin with zero pocket awareness. Uh, we don't know. I think that there is some sort of weird mind game or some sort of vendetta 
vendetta against uh, Skylar Thompson. Um, I think that Alex Dalton has a set of skills that can be used in our offense, but as a complimentary thing for three or four plays, five plays at most, uh, but it has to be Skyler. I don't know what Bill sees. I, I legitimately do not know. I don't either because even Delton's strengths, which is a north and south runner, he's not fulfilling those strengths this year. He's struggling running the ball. He can't pass. You know, I don't want to go through everything and just shit on Delton, but at this point I've got to believe that it's something personal with Bill. I don't know what it is. It's got to be in Vendetta. If if we knew that, then we would certainly share that with you, but yeah. I think that's what everyone wants to know. What does What is he seeing in Alex that's keeping him, that's keeping this quarterback battle alive because it should be deader than a doornail. A doornail, that's what the saying is. That it is. I don't know, man. I don't know, K-State, Casey. It's painful to watch, though. Uh, at Wacy Munsell, which I think is a first-time first bonehead question. I've never seen that name Welcome before. to the show. Uh, thoughts on the press conference? That had me more worked up than the game. Yes, we touched on it, and I'm going to just say it again. Uh, at J underscore Kurtz, or just J Kurtz. I don't even remember his. J Kurtz. Name. He had a good video showing the difference between what Bill said last week about Alex Delton coming in and what he said about Skyler this week coming in. And that's all you need to say that along with his stupid comment about, uh, about a quarterback, certain quarterback it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Then I, ha- I have one beef and I'm just going to leave and I'm going to say this and move on from the press conference. There is one member of the media, his name, I'm not going to even say on this podcast, but he gave bill an out a layup question where he could claim moral victory talking about how good it was to see the team compete in the second half and how they can take that moving forward. Um, that man has been covering K state football for, you know, 20 some years. And I think that is, you know, proof that some, some people in the media are just giving layups to bill Snyder and, uh, not asking real questions and giving him an out. And I think, uh, I think it's kind of disgusting. Um, He's airballing these layups. Yeah. (laughs) It it, it just, it just pisses me off, uh, that he's missing dunks. Yeah. It it just, it just pisses me off, but we'll, we'll move on from that. I'm getting mad again. Yep. R underscore Basil Basil. I don't know. Welcome to the show. Uh, do you think Bill Snyder considers retirement this year? I'm saying no. I don't I, think he's going to – no, no. I, I, I legitimately think he has decided he is going to dig in his heels. And I legitimately thought he tried to outlive Curry's time at K-State. And I think that since Gene Taylor has made it ev- evident that he's not going to promote Sean, um, that he's going to attempt to outstay Gene Taylor. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it oh, should yeah. happen, yeah. and uh, I, I I really don't think Bill is going to retire. I really don't. I don't either. Um, it's pretty obvious that Bill has a stranglehold on the program, and he's not going to let it let it go anytime soon, um, which is sad to see. <sighs> Hashtag Batman quote. Insert insert the Batman quote here about you know everybody knows the quote. Um, Maybe last question at Cali Blue Fifteen. Do any coaches quit before the end of the season? No, I say that, no. That's I mean, career suicide. No, they're not going to quit. I mean, I could see people leaving at the end of the year that are unhappy, but not in the middle of the season. No. Nope. Um, that's not in that. I, I agree with you. That's career suicide. That would be insane if we started seeing that. If coaches start quit, something is really wrong if that happens. I don't think it's going to happen. Um. But it is what it is. We're going to move on. We're going. You know the finale. It's the game balls. But as always, our game balls and swagger sticker are presented yeah. by my bookie. Remember to use our code Boys Twenty Five at my bookie for a one hundred percent match plus twenty five extra bucks. You can take all of that and bet the house on the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Denver Broncos on Monday Night Football. Um, ignore any of the notes I just see in the show outline. The notes are left over from last week. But as always, you're going to go first. Because because I, I'll, I'll change it up if I need to. What's Off- my first game ball? Is offensive it game offensive ball. game ball? You can sub in su- special teams. You can get zany with it. You can do whatever you want at this. Point. I'll give it to I'll give it to Sean um, for showing some for showing some grit after that big drop. He could have dropped his head. He could have disappeared, but he came back strong. 
helped us big time in that drive. On that third down, he had a great catch right right where his drop was that um, helped us advance that drive, and we eventually scored on. So I'll give it to Sean for being a tough guy even after that drop and showing some some grit. Mine's going with Skyler Thompson. Um, has to be Obviously. Sky. I didn't he, want to steal yours. Uh, I mean, I, okay. I, I actually had three written out on my piece of paper that I don't have in front of me. Um, so you could have. But it has to be Sky. He came in. He changed the game. He changed it's the definitely Skyler. The he, he just changed everything. I don't think there's any more to say. He gets my offensive game ball. Uh, defense. Who's getting your defensive game I'm going to give it to A.J. Parker. Um, I thought he played – I thought he played well. Uh, he was one of the players – you know, we see – almost no energy from players in this program anymore. Nobody has any energy, no no excitement at all, but I saw a lot of excitement from AJ Parker yesterday. He brought the he brought the energy, he brought the swagger. I'm going to give it to AJ Parker cuz and he had some nice long sleeves on, didn't he? No. White? They were white. Well, they're like quarter sleeves. They weren't full oh, sleeves. Okay. I don't remember. Um mine's going with Eli Walker. Um he was hitting dudes. He plays with emotion. He, he plays is with a passion. freaking hitter. He doesn't always take the right angles, but you best believe when he gets there, he's coming with the boom. He's a heat-seeking missile. It, yeah, I, I I just enjoy watching him play. I'm a big fan of his. I'm um, all right. Swagger sticker. Swagger sticker going to Skylar Thompson. You could see, you could see it in in his energy. You could see it in his body language. He was playing like a man possessed yesterday, and he was playing like a man that had something to prove and. Not that he has to prove anything, but he proved it yesterday. It was a big F you to Bill Snyder. I wish he could have had that. I wish he could have came back with another another comeback victory that would have firmly put his foot on Bill's throat as a a major middle finger, and it would have been nice to see, but I think he did it anyways. Skyler deserves the swag sticker. He's the swaggiest offensive player we have. He's our best QB. He's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Um. I'm going to go with Alex Barnes. I love the way he uh, he was running dudes over and getting up and just standing over guys. When he got into the end zone, he he was you know he was kind of high step and he threw the ball down. He found the Ooh, camera. I liked that. He he was showing off his muscles. Uh, big Alex Barnes fan. Uh, God, you know, we really needed that. Zone. We really needed that win yesterday. Yeah, but we didn't. Um, but we didn't get it. It is what it is. I'm going to give a quick a couple quick honorable mentions. Uh, you know, Dalton Reisner, it's tar- hard for an offensive lineman to show swag, but he started pancaking dudes, and he started looking over to the sideline. He was trying to pump up the crowd early on in that second half. Uh, l- like I already said, I love the purple long sleeves by Zuber. Duke Shelley has a little swag. And then shout-out to, you know, good bonehead Steve Keck. I saw him rocking the uh, – th- he was rocking the, the tank top. The tank. And he was wandering up and down the section because <laughs> he went to the wrong section, uh, and he got kicked out, and then he had to go a section over, and he came by and said hi over in section eight. Um, so Very loyal bonehead. He, he, he gets the honorable mention there. Um, do you have anything else you want to say before we move on? Um, Sorry this is such a downer, but, you know. It is what it is. Um it's it's oh hey it's almost basketball season maybe uh, in the <laughs> next wildcat roundup we might have uh, some recruits to quickly talk about Big Daddy Bruce doing some doing some work mm-hmm. uh, hearing some great things from that open press conference I really liked his or open practice I really liked his press I'm conference I'm loving I'm loving the chip on Bruce's shoulder yes I I like it too um, I used crazy. to think Bruce was such a softy but. It's Man, crazy. He's coming with the attitude. It's it's crazy. He's got the, the elite mentality. He's ready to roll. I'm expecting big things from the boys. Everyone's yep. looking huge too. Yeah, they're looking jacked. Um, maybe the football team needs to start hanging out with the basketball strength and conditioning coach. Um, but but that's all that's all we have. Um, we love you guys unconditionally. Thank you so much for the feedback about Reggie Walker. We hope to have a second podcast coming to you guys soon. And then a shout-out to new friend of the pod, Ian Campbell. I believe he is becoming a dad again, or maybe for the first – I don't know which number, kid, but I believe he's about to become a dad uh, as we're taping this. So yes. shout-out to Ian. Congratulations, Ian. Shout-out um, to Brian Smoller. Looks super swaggy on the big screens. Hashtag K-State sexy bald. <laughs> a um, lot of, there's a lot of sexy bald. K State guys, I just yeah, gotta say him, Ian Kellis, K Dog's a sexy bald Lieber. Ooh, yeah, Ben Lieber. Ben Lieber looks like a model. It's I'm gonna be honest, but um, yeah, guys, shout out to Ian Campbell, guys. If you loved the Reggie Walker pod, follow even, him on Twitter. Even with my horrible um, technological gaffes, uh, 
stay tuned because we're going to have an absolute banger with, with Reggie again. And if you thought that first one was good, we're really going to let him off the leash this time, and it's going to be it's going to be crazy. So, yeah, stay tuned. Love you guys. Hang in there, guys. Hang in there. Meet me at the cat head. It's my team. It's my quarterback. Network.